welcome to the Left Foot of Florida Culture Podcast, like a podcast for us, by us, talking about your section of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego here. Got my guys, my 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 tour mates, my 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 my, my culture correspondence guy, my man, Damon over here, Devin the dude over here. What's good with you, bro? What's going on, man? And then me, Mark, back from the CLT, back to the ATL. What's good with you, bro? Out here chilling, man. That is a very nice jersey. I wonder if there's a name set that's waiting to be put up on it. Bro, mm. it's, 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 look, it's looking pretty sharp, man. A certain number nine, maybe? Dibala. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, did y'all see the introduction that he had out in Rome? Um, I think it was today yeah, uh, or yesterday. Last night or yeah. I'm so. like, dog, like like you would never you would have never thought that he would have been playing for a rival <laughs> club like the past like eight, nine years. Exactly. Like, it was like like rival stay rivals until you until you join our squad then you're like, okay, we cool, we cool, we cool. Yeah. <laughs> all it's all love now. over here, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it's uh, it's, it's been uh, um, some good times. I mean, hopefully you guys have been uh, staying up with us on Twitter and Instagram because, you know, obviously with the 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 preseason is in full effect and we got a lot of clubs over here in the U.S. making making stops and, and, and games and whatnot. And again, like our, our guys, uh, Devin, Mark, and also Mayor Kane, uh, he's been um, out in um, Vegas, and actually, as we record, he's uh, at uh, in Dallas uh, for the uh, Juventus Barcelona game. Like we, like we've been out here, man. Like, uh, like how's um, so I know um, Devin, you went out to the uh, uh, Arsenal match against uh, who did they play? Everton. 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 Yeah. That's like, that's like, I know it's something blue. It's like, but yeah. But I'll, I'll, hold up, before we get up, yeah, now that you mentioned I- Everton. Dog, how do you get smoked or nailed by Minnesota, bro? Like, <laughs> like dog, like, like you're supposed to be, you know, English Premier League. You're supposed to be all this whoop de woo. It's like, dog, you might well like go ahead and just put it for that relegation, like oh, relegation right now. right now. Yep, Lampert already oh, said he couldn't guarantee we staying up this season. Oh so. man. <laughs> That's a damning thing to say. Like, Everton is a big club, really and truly. The fact that they're even talking about relegation before the season even begins. Oof. I mean, like, is he trying to go ahead, you know, follow his boy Rooney over here back to the stateside? Because I'm like, dog, like, the way the way he talking, I'm like, this, it ain't going to last that long for him out there. Uh-huh. He's pulling that big Rome, that Lukaku, like, mm, things aren't looking good out here. Come get me. <laughs> Dog, like, like it, it is, it is, it is tough times for the blue side of mercy side. But, um, but yeah, of course. Um, before we get up in this game, of course, thank you guys for checking us out on your favorite podcast apps: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audio Boom, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, what else? Uh, 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 Amazon. We're actually on Amazon. I didn't realize Amazon had had a podcast name, but yeah, we're we're on there as well. So yeah. Uh, yeah, find us. Uh, we'll we'll be there, of course, on the FTC YouTube YouTube channel and at two cents But uh, but yeah, man, it's uh it's it's uh, of course we're still uh, on on the on the summer tour schedule. And like I said, like our, our guys have been out here. And um, uh, Devin uh, was in B more. Mark was in uh, Charlotte. Um, and 
like I said, of course, this guy over here, TK and ones and twos, was supposed to be in Orlando, but no, the you know the the, the mama and the baby said no, nah, like like we can't we can't do all that right now. Like we, we need you here. And I was like, dog, what's good with you, man? Hey, man, it's it's tough being the center of a family structure. Yes, this man crept in the back door. (laughs) The head of the household, the head of the table. Hey, of course, an IRS. So yeah, that's just kind of where we're living. But you know, what's what's, what's what's happening with your camera, man? Like, like it it seems like it wasn't like looking something else. Let's, yeah, you know, Apple likes to do things, so I think this should be good now. Should stay (laughs) aligned. But yeah, no. What up, everyone? First of all. Um, second of all, yeah. It's like, hey, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's look up here real quick. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. I got too much movement. This guy got too much sauce, man. But uh, but yeah, guys. We'll figure uh, it out. But uh, uh, I guess we'll start with uh, with Mark, um, uh, your boys, uh, Chelsea men. Uh, we're down in Charlotte playing uh, Charlotte FC. And, you know, oddly enough, um, Y'all lost on a shootout. Like I thought y'all had that. Like, like, pull, like U.S. agent scored. Like everybody was hyped about that, mm-hmm. and and then like y'all managed to to give up a goal. Was, was the kid seventeen? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Wow. So he drew the penalty. Yeah. Uh, Brian Romero. Yeah. Um, and like I was, I actually just wrote a thing about it, which uh, you know, if you're watching this, this should be out tomorrow on Two Cents FC website. Check that out. But uh, yeah, like he came in in like the 88th, 89th minute. I want to say it was like one of his first touches was that drive through the middle, and then maybe maybe it was a penalty, maybe it wasn't. But you know, an exhibition, give it to him. So um, many yeah, that was, that was no wild. shootouts. And they ain't supposed to be losing no shootouts, dog. Like, that ain't supposed to have that sat in the contract. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did lose in the FA Cup. Yeah, so, not infallible. But, See, yeah. The thing is here is we're kind of starting a losing streak with Arsenal, and it's not... See, see, speak to it. How, how, many, how many times have you won recently as opposed to just losing? Especially <laughs> in the final. I, I, I wasn't even gonna say anything. I was. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, the, the the tour right now hasn't been all that friendly to Chelsea. It's uh, it's it's, it's been a little uh, been, been a little uh, lackluster, and it seemed like t- uh, Tuchel has been making waves in the papers, talking about you know, y'all got y'all the the, the board like the, the the new bully team has to step shit up because, um, I mean, they, they did get Rom Sterling um a few weeks ago. But uh, it seems like the the spending ain't been spending like they used to, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it weren't for a certain uh, Catalonia club, we would <laughs> we would have Rafinha and Kunde in there along with Raheem and uh, Koulibaly, like. In theory, that's a good window. I guess what I'm telling myself is like, there's still five weeks left. There's still targets out there, but like, yeah, I mean, Tuchel's had it, obviously. Like, he, the thing where he's like, it's the same players. It's like, yeah, no, we know. <laughs> we see it too. We see all the rumors. Uh, 
started hot enough today too. I maybe in response to that, but like Werner seems like he's on his way out. Ziyech looks like uh, he and Milan might finally come to an agreement. Um, who else? It's it's a lot of them that's got to go for sure. We have some of the, the younger kids that need to, to kind of find a place, the Barclays of the squad. Uh, I think we need to actually make room for kind of like the Harry Vales, who, uh, if you guys are familiar, uh, England just won the U19 uh, the, uh, World Cup Championship. So they um, basically have a pretty, pretty, I think, three players, the goalkeeper, uh, center back, and um, a midfielder uh, who actually was the captain, uh, Harry Bell. So, um, yeah, I think that we need to essentially just make room for him in our squad. We will make room for the Conor Gallagher's, uh, who we've seen featured during this preseason tour. So yep. it's kind of, you know, been a, a bit hard. People have seen him from Palace. Um, but I think we're forgetting about, like, the Ethan Amphidus, the mm-hmm. – um, uh, oh my goodness, um, Gilmore and Gilmore, yeah, Billy. Um, because that's what we really need for the midfield, is exactly what we're missing, honestly. We need another Sass Fabregas, um, to link you know those, those plays to the forwards either over the over top or right, you know, right through. But uh, yeah, outside of that, man, it's um. Kind of like you said, it's hot enough with the rumors we're seeing. Like, I want some Timo and Sterling form a partnership personally. Mm-hmm. But, but we'll, um, we might not get to see that. So. We'll see how this all pans out. I'm ready for the season to start, though. I know. Hey, we're, we got, just got a couple more weeks. I mean, the uh, Community Second. Shield is like, what, next weekend? Next week? I guess. <laughs> oh, no, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, this weekend. Uh-huh. So, yeah, like, you know, it's the last Monday of July, bro. Like it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Like I said, we about to get this thing cracking now pretty soon. Um, but yeah, you know, of course, up here up north, up in Beemore, uh, Devin went up to see Arsenal and Everton. Of course, down in um, Orlando, Arsenal played Chelsea. Like right now, like you know, y'all y'all looking pretty good right now. That that boy. <laughs> what can I say? I mean. Jesus has come, and he has uh, he has sent us many gifts as he has come. So, no, man, um, team's looking good right now. Can't really, you know, it's really hard to say in preseason. Um, Arteta's doing the thing. I mean, it, it's quiet for Arteta out right now. It's real quiet. Um, mm-hmm. I'm look. I'm loving everything we're doing right now in the market. Zinchenko, I really think he's about to he's about to be big for us. I think that was that was truly outside of Jesus. I think that was the biggest guy that we could have did this um this transfer season. Um, I think we're about to get Tielemans. I think we're about to finally put a bid in next week for him and solidify that midfield and um. Think no, he's staying. He's staying. He's he's he said he wants to stay. Uh, he's looking him, good. Tieleman, Kaflink, you know, he's with OI. You know, I'm a bit part now. I mean, not that he wasn't all ready. He said that he wanted to stay. He was good with taking the money and riding the bench. So hey, that's what you want to do, bro. By all means. Fine. <laughs> I mean, like I said, right right now things look uh, things look good. 
Um, and I'm trying to think, like, I mean, it, it seems like Arsenal is hidden. They're actually spending money. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know, like, what's happened to Kroenke. I, I, it's like he, he started winning championships over here, and suddenly he's like, hey, I can win championships over here, too, if I, if I want to. So why did I do that, too? So, like, something, something grew in his heart three times the size. He said, I can do this. <laughs> He's seeing what they're doing in SoFi. He said, look, we can buy a Super Bowl win. Why can't we do it? Why can't we buy a Premier League title? I mean. <laughs> but, um, but there was one thing I, I did want to ask you, Devin, because, like, the, the interesting thing that I, I found in all this is that uh, Arsenal has been steady plucking over uh, Man City players. And for those of y'all who might be a bit of, of an historian, like, back when the uh, Abu Dhabi takeover came with, with City, um, uh, one of their like, basically they they kept plucking over Arsenal guys. Like they 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 plucked over um, Vieira as a coach. They plucked over Sanya. They put over Adebayor. They talk about um, that guy that nobody wants to talk about, Samuel Nasri. Like, 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 like they, they like the foundation of what City ultimately become was built off the backs of Arsenal and now it seems like we might be able to the the have those uh those tables turn and 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 uh now Arsenal might be on the way back up thanks to City. It's a a sweet and cruel irony if you ask me. So I will absolutely take it. I mean, if City wants to win the Premier League and have so much depth that you know they can afford to let some players go, then yeah, by all means. Let me Pass them over here. We will happily take them, and uh, they can win us the title too. I mean, like, um, uh, uh, m- m- go, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, yeah. If City wants to, yeah, I, I'll second that. Um, thanks for Raheem. You know, we needed that. We'll take that. Have they sold anyone that's not black yet? Though that's that's the real. Hard facts and questions. Um, well, he's got work. Sinchenko. That's it. And check out. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, that's 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 Whoa. that's about it. Because yeah, up until then, it was Sterling, uh, 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 Jesus, um, who else? Um, Fernandinho. Yeah, uh, no, I, no, I can Like so y'all, y'all were about to get him back, and then and then he said, "Now nah, I'm gonna go ahead and stay." So, mm-hmm. um, well, but yeah, like up he's a, still young, man. I think he he proves himself this season as a starting center back, and uh, I mean. Really- I think I mean obviously we're going into a World Cup winner, so he's going to try to make his case for the Netherlands and um and possibly starting beside um uh, Van Dyke. So uh, we'll, we'll see. All I can tell you on on my end with uh, with United is that we're not looking bad with um with on uh, Ten Hag. We're not looking bad, so we're we're touring out in, out in Asia. Um, of course, we still can't figure out um uh. This the young situation, and, and that actually leads me to uh, this 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 next bit of business because we have to really have a conversation about Barcelona Ugh. because, like, because um somebody that's that's, that's uh, near and dear to our hearts, uh, Jessica Black, um, you might uh, follow her on Twitter. Uh, um, she talks Arsenal, I believe. Um, she knows Arsenal. She knows Arsenal. That's it. And she had an interesting take uh, the other day, talk about like how the Basically, the football world still revolves around Barcelona, and 
for those of y'all who <coughs> might might be under a rock, like for some reason, Barcelona be broke, but they still but they stay trying to spend like they got money. Like they actually they managed to get uh, Lewandowski. They they got Rafinha. They're trying to get um uh, Kunde. Um, it's done. It's basically with what money? With what, with what money? <laughs> with what money? Say this with me. Levers. <laughs> yeah, okay. Explain these levers to me. Because I, like, I, I, heard, I heard something about this third lever. And I'm like, dog, like, like what does that even How mean? How many like, levers do you <laughs> Exactly. Dude, I'm that's like, really the, the question. Like, explain that to me so that way it makes sense. Because all I see is that people are talking about, like, how Barcelona is on the brink of financial ruin. They're not going to be around in 10 years the way they're going. And, like, but they're, they're still spinning, like, hey, we, we, we go go down in the blaze of glory. It's like, it's it like, seems like the strategy, like the strategy is just to win themselves out of, like, out of trouble like, or out of debt, basically. Mm-hmm. Is you there that I mean? much money out there to do that? I mean, and, like, what's crazy about it is what they're giving up for it. Like, they are hemorrhaging. Like, the the whole media rights thing, that's serious money that they're – future assets, really, that they're just giving away. So, I mean, like, on the one hand, I I respect it. Like, I don't want to come across too salty, you know what I'm saying? Like, you do you – you know, the – and another thing that they're doing, too, which I guess you can't really hate on them for, is, like, they're playing on the players' emotions. Like, these players yeah. want, you know what I'm saying? Like, they grew up with a Barcelona that was elite, you know? They they remember the Ronaldinho's and the um, and Messi. And Thierry Henry. Yeah, Thierry Henry. I think Romero was a Barcelona player, too, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, it's, like, all down the line. So, I mean, like, on the one hand, I get it. What I don't get is, like... Like, where are the business like people like the, the agents, agents, right? agents the agents are like hey just rub me my check and we good bro it's, bro, like, it's like to me that's what you said that with the player i'm like and you're like you know de young is still fighting for his wages right you sure right. you want to do that exactly like that's like that's where this whole thing just, it just stinks to, to all get out because i'm like like are they are they not reading the papers are they are they <laughs> Is is this shit not being covered over there? Because I'm like, you literally have players talking about like, hey, if y'all want me to go, run me my money first before I go. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll have a problem. And like we we saw that um, Usman Dembele, uh, he was uh, threatened with, hey, you're gonna go to, either go to United or um, you're gonna take this fifty percent uh, pay cut. And he actually took the pay cut. I'm like, dog, like. Like he said, he said no to money. Like, I'm staying. And now, granted that that was, that was some real shade towards United, but hey, that's okay. But like, you still have no, people no, who, no. who are it owed this money. That perception. It is. It, it could be it loyalty be, to to Javi. It could be loyalty to the brand. I think that there's some backdoor shit going on that no one knows about. Oh, of course. Like, they're trying to they're trying to keep all as as much stuff hush hush as possible as far as how bad they actually are. But it is like, hey, we're spinning anyway. Well, not in terms of like where their figures might lie. You know, like that could be accurate in terms of what the reports and all that are given. But just in the sense of like, 
what they're telling to the players that they're promising on the back end. Say, so, hey, yeah, we're going to cut your wages 50%. Yeah, don't worry about the young. That's a situation. It's, it's under control. You know, like, it's ignorant. being it's able ignorant. to do that, <laughs> you convey that to an agent who then is going to be like, yeah, you should do this Barca move. It's in your best interest, actually. And still knowing that he, in fact, is looking out for himself to get paid, mm-hmm. eh? and then also for his player to get paid, because that's his fucking job, you know, from the get-go. So it's like, yeah. that's the really confusing part. I'm really, like, curious on what's going on. And Mark said it earlier, the media rights, that, that's huge money. Huge money. I mean, that's they, really they, the only like, thing keeping them in business. Barcelona is selling whatever they can um, around the stadium to make a dollar. That, like, you want a wedding at, at Camp Nou? We like, we got you. Like uh, you want to you want to take a tour of, of the pitch and uh, see where Messi took a shit at? We got you. Smell, <laughs> like, smell for an extra fifty, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, you you want you want some smells? We got you. It's greener. It's greener. <laughs> this is this is where yeah. he ate, this is where he ate corn. Uh, that, that that time before uh, El Clasico, like like it, it's shit like that. Like, like hey, if if it's, if it's something that can be that 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 can be profited from, monetized, mm. they they that they're doing it. And I, the, the surprising thing is that they actually said, um, Javi said today that um, Messi, because like you have a, it's, they still are trying to dance with this Messi thing, and because uh, the president um, says that the. the this, this his chapter with Barcelona isn't over yet, but Xavi said, "No, nah, it's impossible." And I'm like, "Uh, it is like, like dope, because in a in a lot of ways, trying to hold up that image of Messi and try to keep him like as the most hallowed, the most highest paid, like that contributed greatly to the debt situation that they're in, and." So like, why would you go back to that knowing good and well to say you can't you can't pay all these people? And I think the last thing they want is to try to bring him back and then realize, yeah, we can't pay you, dog. Like, that's, that's not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. I learned um, the thing with Martin Braithwaite. That's when I learned pretty much Barcelona can do whatever they want, and and nothing's gonna be nothing's gonna happen. There's no repercussions. The the allure of Barcelona being Barcelona is is is, is, is wild. It's just absolutely wild. Um, yeah, like what what happened to all the financial fair play? Like what happened to all that all that shit? It's like nah, you know, we good. We, yeah, we'll, we're not gonna get involved. We'll take a case yeah, by I'm case. How, it, how this like falls outside of all their own structured roles. A lot of this doesn't make sense. It's it, very it, much like, like exceptionalists and like, oh, you're the brand, you're the brand, and yeah. you're the, you know, like the they are made men. They are literally protected. That this is that's exactly yeah. what's happening because they know they want to protect their brand of Barcelona, like and who they are amongst the whole of Europe and the world. And like, like we can't have uh, Barcelona fail. Like, it's, it's damn near like they're too big to fail. And but yeah, that's what they're with Fannie Mae. Yeah, that's what they are. I'm sorry. No, they are. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of wild. Um, also, also, um, um, take taking place here in the states. Um, uh, like I was mentioning earlier with um with Man City, um, it, um, they were up in um Green Bay this past weekend, um, taking on um on um Bayern Munich, who is still getting blacker. They just had a signing up. Uh, they like like. <laughs> It's a Byron, Byron's Byron's black, but yeah, like 
we always seem to have this conversation in the media uh, every time there's a summer tour here because you had 80,000 show up at, uh, at Lambeau Field for, for that game. And I, I guess like the question is always like, what does it take for for MLS to get those type of crowds more regularly? I mean, granted the those Europe the European clubs they don't come over here that often. Of course, they bounce around from uh, they rotate between different cities um, from tour to tour. So you might like if they come to Miami one year, the next year they might come to Orlando. Or they might go to DC, or they might go to Vegas or LA. Like it, it all, it all kind of rotates. But um, how, how come uh, MLS can't get that love? Ooh, Ooh, that's a long conversation. So, so who are they coming to see in MLS that you know that they can't come to see? You know when European teams come. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know we come to see. New signings. We come to see Gabriel Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and so on, etc. Whereas MLS, who are we coming to see? Mm-hmm. You know, these people are on everybody's TV across the world, and in, in the Premier League, so on, etc. In the Bundesliga and La Liga and everything like that, uh, all over the world. Whereas, I mean, if an MLS team were to go to Europe. Who are they going to see? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That'd, that'd be a tough one. That'd be a real tough one. I think, uh, I'll come at it from a personal standpoint with the home team, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, they've been struggling this season. I'm not going to lie. Like, in the spring, I was just like, well, these games only matter so much because of the playoffs, right? Like, it's a long season and then we have playoffs. So, I'm going to just focus on, like, European soccer and all that then. And then mm-hmm. even now, where it's like really looking possible that they'll miss the playoffs, I mean, oh, oh, we're going to get on that. We're going to get on that. Yeah. Right. But I'm just like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's at stake? Like, what does this really matter? You know, and that's what I keep asking myself. Like, as much as I want to support Atlanta United and MLS as a league, it's just like, it just doesn't feel like it matters as much as. Chelsea or in in general European football, you know, like the whole mm. atmosphere is different. Like if if Atlanta United miss the playoffs, what are the consequences? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, a lot of a lot of changes are, are about to come to that. Of course, I'm I'm I'll, I'll probably get up with that and two up and two down. But like, I mean, you're you're exactly right. Like the 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 way that the the competition structure is set up is like. Like over in Europe, you're basically living and dying off of every match because you know that, you know, whether it's a win or a draw or a loss, like like whatever you get is, is going towards either a top four spot, uh, possibly uh, Europa League or you're trying to avoid relegation and like all like all the points matter. Whereas over here, it's like because there's no uh, relegation, like your basis is all the focus is on the playoffs and and like, there's so many teams um, that make the playoffs compared to the whole of the league. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I can I can suck for maybe like three months, but I'm still I still got a shot, you know. And and then once the playoffs come, it's literally any, anyone's game. And and that's where it's like one, the 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 best team doesn't always win in the end. Like even if you win the supporter shield and 
And then two, it's, it's just a matter of like uh, getting hot at the right time. So uh, it's like how do like how do you how do you treat the the regular season in that context, knowing that that for a lot of teams, you could probably get away with four months of just not really caring. And like, it's, hey, like let me let me hop in like right now this part this this time of the year before the All Star break, and then after the All Star break, I'll be like, okay, where are we at? We got a shot. What's good? So that's that's uh, it's an interesting thing. Here's what we got into: six games in a row, and we'll be in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, actually, I'll get into that now when we talk about the home team in the second half of the show. But like, um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's it's always an interesting dynamic because yeah, you've had big crowds in Vegas, big crowds in um in Green Bay. Uh, I I think there's a sellout um the night in uh, in Dallas, and it's like yeah, like like there are teams in like in, in there's a team in, in Dallas. I know there's more than likely team be coming to Vegas. I'm like, you know, can you get half of that? Can we try? Like, what's what's good? But um, I think it's really the players. Really the players. Like, but, because yeah. if you if you compare and contrast the season that we had as um, where we our ten we were breaking attendance records, I think it was. Mm-hmm. A little bit of the fanaticism of like this new thing, and then mm-hmm. also like we were winning, and it was like exciting uh-huh. to watch an Atlanta United match. Like we were pulling in right TV numbers across the world uh, in terms yeah. of the broadcast they were sending, you know, our games to our matches to rather. So I think that also plays a factor where, in terms of like not necessarily having star players, but just like a brand that is so exciting to either watch or be they have players that you're, you know, personally interested in, you know, the messies or that's that player that can activate you like that. And, right. and like no, I completely agree. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. I just yeah, and I I do yeah, wonder, I, you know, at first I didn't necessarily believe this theory, but I do wonder if the whole feeder league thing actually does hurt it in the end. You know, like like a player like Tiago Almada, you know, you look at him and he's like, oh yeah, he's clearly too good for this league. I mean, like you say that in a good way, right? Like he's obviously very good, but then it's like, what do you have? A season, maybe two, if he's generous, you know, like, and then he, the way things are going right now, you know, like even projecting to next year, like, Atlanta United's still gonna have to do a lot to be, you know to get back to winning ways and he, he might not be want to wait around for that you know and we've seen we've seen Darren Eels leave we've seen managers leave we've seen players leave all for like bigger and better or you know essentially Europe so it's yeah. like you just you kind of know what it is and that's fine but I think that I think that MLS does a bit of like wanting to be big but then like not really working towards like acting like a big league. The only exactly. team doing that right now is LA, straight up. Or actually, yeah. uh-huh. that's not true. Indeed. Toronto is doing that, and they're gonna. Some people on Twitter would probably say DC's doing that, but that's not true. You could throw that in like um, homeless trash can on fire. <laughs> I mean, you know, don't even get me started. I mean, it, it's, it's it's tough because, uh, you know, with with a lot of teams like with the way that the that the parity is forced in the league, like 
even if you have a team that's young, you you really are, are in a lot of cases you're only given like three or four years with with that uh, of a window with that team. Otherwise, once once you, once they outperform their their original deals, they're like, okay, yeah, I want more money, but they're like, okay, like our our cap is is only only this big, and how is that supposed to work? Of course, um, I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen as far as how the cap will be affected with the with the Apple deal. Um, obviously, like a like the team split that um that's everyone's planning on getting. I think it's like more than double what um what the current split is under the current TV deal. But like, will will the league actually be like like hey, let's let's open this checkbook and see what's good? But it's a uh, it's, it's it's challenging. It's absolutely challenging, and, it's, and of course, it's frustrating because you have, I think, for a lot of teams, they want to do more, but they're essentially handicapped. Um, before we uh, go on break, um, yeah, I just wanted to also just make a quick note of um, I don't know if y'all happen to see this on Twitter today. Um, uh, the U.S. Uh, men's national team, they, um, I guess they like. Announced like like where they're gonna be staying for the World Cup. <laughs> that place is baller. Uh, like I, I don't know like 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 they might be sharing it with another team. I don't know because like everyone's gonna be staying like within like six miles of each other. Nope. They but, also like, released the map where all the countries and their respective okay. locations. They're all. Oh, did they? I didn't see yeah, that. They're all, it's the first time since I think the first World Cup. Yeah. Where yeah. All the countries participating are within ten clicks of another. Yes, yes, it's uh like that's like for, y- for y'all at home that's like six, like six, six, like six and a half miles. They're all like yeah. within that radius. So basically, it's like all of like Decatur. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like yeah, that place is nice. This is real nice. It's it's a man-made island. I'm like, you know how much money you got to make to, just to make yourself an island. But yeah, well, if they get stuck and you know like the moat. You know, fails or something. Like, it's gonna be like, like I, I, I saw that like one overpass bridge that goes, to, I guess, to the rest of the country. And I was like, don't let, don't let there be be traffic. Like, you gotta swim your way over. <laughs> Get the choppers. Get the choppers. Like, shit starts going wrong. But yeah, like I just wanted to quickly make a note of that. But yeah, on the flip side, um, we got. Uh, Women's Euros, we got Women's Afcon, we got Black Panther Two, we got a whole um, um, a whole lot more into it. But now, so yeah, stick with us. Get a quick word from our fam at Two Cents FC, and uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Elliot, the co-host of Can I Kick It at River City '93. As always, if you're looking for the most up-to-date shows on Black history, what's going on in the game, and off the pitch, then come check us out with Can I Kick It. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, RiverCity93. And as always, guys, like, share, subscribe to our podcast, and we'll catch you guys on the good side. And we're back. Oh, um, it's, this seems to not be like almost a yearly thing um, on this podcast. So I gotta ask TK, 
<laughs> is it coming home? <laughs> Bro, if, if the French don't bag, drop the bag, I think it's got to be England, man. They're, like, they're putting all the pieces together. That Rossi gold thing is just stupid. Uh, yeah. You know. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> like, that's got to be goal of the year. You know, maybe even the last oh two. Oh my God. Um, the the uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Disrespect no, is at an all-time high. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I think I think that was bravery and, and contrast. And I think she she went to UNC or goes to UNC or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the she got a little bit of that American dog in her, bro. Some like you know. <laughs> just might. Just might. But I think it is coming home, man. I think it's going to be something interesting. Um, and we'll have a little bit of parity because the men won't bring it home, I don't believe. But it would be nice to see that happen. But, is it, you know, to the women, I'll be winning. That, that, that be, that's, like, that's the interesting you know. thing right now. Because um, for those of y'all keep a score at home, uh, the women's English national team, this is now um, – of course, with the semifinal, this is their fourth straight major tournament where they've made it to at least the semifinals. Um, of course, the men, they've now made it to two straight major tournaments uh, to semifinals. Of course, they, they lost in the Euro finals last year. But mm-hmm. we're actually in a, a really rich vein of English soccer, and but nobody's won shit yet. <laughs> and, Right. And, and that's where we are um, with the uh, English women making it to the, to the uh, Euro final. Is, is that on Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday, yeah, Sunday, 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 Sunday. So uh, they beat uh, Sweden 4-0 uh, earlier mm-hmm. today on Tuesday. And, yeah, like they, they turned on the the, the class um, in the second half. I was like, oh, like we actually uh, – I said, I, I think for the first time they were like, it's like that that scene in in uh, League of Raw, like we're gonna win, we're gonna win, <laughs> and like it, especially with them being um, hosting at home again. It's like can't like can they can they get over that hump? Like I I feel like especially like with the um the game against Spain, um mm-hmm. in the quarterfinals, like when they gave up a goal early on. Like that would have been a game that the the English men would have choked off, and the women right. kept kept battling back and um, managed to tie it up. I think with like ten minutes to go, and they take the take it to extra time. They scored an um, extra time with an absolute bullet, and um, yeah. yeah, yeah, like here, like here we are. Like, Twenty goals, bro. Twenty goals I, in five games. That's crazy. Bagging, bagging them. I mean, like. It's a far cry from that first game because that first game they only had um, only had that one, but like they they woke up after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, first so. game jitters. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think uh, it does feel like maybe not a culmination yet. I mean, I guess it is either way, but um, you know, you're we've about, seen you're England. My point for me in a second. You might get my point for me. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but it, uh, like like you take it back to like maybe like 2015 world cup and the lead up to that like england has come up a long way like in terms of how they play right the individual players like i feel like this is the most polished most technical team um and i do feel like uh Vigman, is that how you say your name 
uh, Serena Beekman. Yeah. I think that sounds right. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, it's. I think she's had uh, a positive effect on this team ever since taking over for old that Phil. Like, look, I, yeah, like, look, let's let's be honest. Like, Phil Neville ain't no damn coach. Like, he's just a name. He he's a he tried. Name, he right? tried. He, he tried, tried right <laughs> down there in Miami, sweating his ass off. But uh, no, I mean, I think that. Yeah, I think I do think that this this England team is like. I mean, for me, the best I've seen. I really like the only, only like I think weak link or maybe like square peg in a round hole is Ellen White. Like, I yeah, just don't think. Yeah. I think I think she like holds it up in a bad she way. Is. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like she's she's yeah, like, like a, a, a what do you call it? Like basically, a, a, the ball a, goes to her and it stops. She's a ball stopper. So she's 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 there, Lloyd. She's yeah, there, Lloyd. absolutely. Two thousand percent. Like you see yeah. the difference Russo made when she came on the field. She almost Instant created a goal in her, with her first touch. Like, yeah, yeah man. Um, I mean, like we we were having a conversation in, in the in the culture verse chat uh, earlier, and like that was definitely um something that um our girls from uh, Shea Butter were talking about. Like, yeah, like 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 that's their that's their Carly. That's um, uh, it, it seems like it's just very obvious. Like when you have. Russo on 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 the pitch, like it's like, why are you wasting your time trying to um, have Force her start with? Cl- and and it's like, no, I, it's, I, I'll give you a better now. It's it's a it's a it's a round peg in a square hole. Like once upon a time, it probably fit. Now it doesn't. <laughs> and and like you have you have someone that's 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 the square peg for that for that square hole. Use that, use that. <laughs> but um, yeah, they uh, they um, are making their way to. S- <laughs> but uh, they're making their way to Sunday's game, and um, of course, by the time that uh, this episode comes out, we'll probably we'll probably um be watching uh France and Germany. Uh, what are you guys ca- calls for that? <sighs> that was tough. That was tough. <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking with my pick from the jump. Yeah, I think France gonna do it. Tony. I think they're gonna have a, another game like the first match. I mean, they 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 finally got over the quarterfinal hump, um, mm-hmm. and um and got past uh the Denmark, I believe. Uh, but yeah, like Netherlands. like Netherlands, yeah, 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 defending, defending champs, and um, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, so like we're, we're in uncharted t- territory for uh, for France, um, and then they come against. Germany, which I'm still saying, like it feels like Germany is just flying under the radar as far as how dominant they've been, because it yeah. feels like all the attention has been on France and and England. But I'm like, y'all, y'all do realize that Germany's seven time Euro champs, like like they they run this. Yo, they haven't allowed a goal yet. <laughs> yeah, like this, like this is something <laughs> where I didn't realize like, that. This is something where. I feel like, especially with the way that France played against the Netherlands, um, yeah, if they play like that again against Germany, that might not go their way because I said Germany's on on lock right now. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I've, I've said this before. I just have trust issues with France. Like, I know they did get past the quarterfinals, and all the credit to them, but like, they've just lost in some spectacular ways like i yeah. never see anything like it so and then you have like germany been there before 
like you said, quietly kind of dominating, actually. I'm leaning towards Germany on this one, unfortunately. I mean, I, I can understand the, you know, the hesitation, because like you said, we they did uh, skate past the Netherlands off a, a penalty in extra time, you know, so they weren't really playing that well to to begin with. It's not like it was a dominant win. Uh, if it wasn't for that penalty, I, I do think they they would have been in some big trouble. Yeah. So of course we're, we we got we're doing I think at least one more um um biweekly episode after this. Um. So like by the time that the next episode hits, um, the Euro final will have passed. Like so, what are we looking at for the final? Are we? I said, is it coming home or it's going to be um uh, France or Germany? It's this England, man. Um, they, they also have been a lot of goals for the record. But I think that France blasts past Germany in spectacular upsetting fashion. So that'll be a really great match to watch if you're in neutral, uh, which I think most of us are. Um, so I think it just sets up a good final. France, England, like that should be like, okay. Yeah. That's, that's money right there. That's money. That's definitely money. It sounds money. good. It definitely sounds good. It's funny. Good. France, England would be very, uh, you, it would be a distinct difference between the two teams. Very much so. <laughs> um, I think it, it does feel like England's to lose. You know, like, I mean, being at home in these pressure tournaments can work against you, but I feel like these this English team is in a good place mentally, and they've they don't also have those, they don't have those hangups the men have. They don't have them. right. Well, and that, they themselves have had too. Um, what else was I gonna say? Doing karaoke. Oh, they they've had they've they've had a good injury luck, I guess. Like I don't think they've had any major injuries. Whereas like you know Germany lost Marjan, Spain lost Puteas. France lost Katoto, you know, like there were, there's been a lot of injuries in the women's game, unfortunately. So, but this, you know, like England kind of skated over that. So that might tilt in their favor, too. So, so what's your call? Are you, are, you saying, are you saying England? I'm saying England, yeah. What you got, Devin? I can, I, I've been holding on to France this whole time. They haven't, they haven't failed me yet. So I'm, I'm going to ride it till the wheels fall off. Gotcha, gotcha. And I, uh, like, it's a culture call for me. I mean, like, because these euros have been so damn white. I'm like, I, 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 I need, I need some for some color to win. So yeah, definitely going going to France there. Um, Voting for the melanin. Yeah, got to, got to. Uh, and speaking of melanin, on uh, um, also going on right now or, or just concluded was the women's Afcon and um, Bayana Bayana. Uh, uh-huh. South African women have won. I think it's their first. Um, uh, Afcon, and um, uh-huh. yeah, like uh, I said, uh, uh, the bits and pieces that um that I was able to watch, like yo, like it's a shame that, of course, I, I don't know what the what the COVID situation is over in Morocco, but it's like I wish there had been more, like like the 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 environment for the final that shit was lit because South Africa actually beat Morocco, they were uh, the host nation, and like so yeah, like that, that crowd was live. I'm like, where was this the rest of the tournament? But yeah. Overall, it was it was a fun tournament to watch. It's definitely something I was invested in when I did get to watch it myself. Um, high quality football and goals, lots of goals, beautiful goals, and it it was a great tournament overall. And I definitely uh, 
they need to do better with showing that yeah. off next time. Uh, BN. It yeah. was on BN, of course. You know how they how they do those international broadcasts. I was actually fortunate to catch it um, on like the South Africa YouTube channel. Um, oh wow! Kind of like like, so, like, you, like YouTube was like doing doing um, uh, the CAF Federation like just so bad. Like I'm like, I'm like it's our damn tournament. Like the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But so yeah, you could ask, you can honestly, um, of course, it was a bias. It was biased to it, but respectfully biased. But yeah, no, it was it was a great tournament all around to see all the games. Um, you know, Nigeria bowing out. You would have thought, you know, they would have pulled it together again. But no, it was a. I would definitely recommend everybody uh, pay attention to that next time for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, as long as. You know, hopefully your 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 cable carrier, or if you do happen to somehow invest in being extra, because that that thing's a whole mess. But um, I said like, holla at, at Sky's bootleg, because yeah, they, we they got everything, and like, and yeah. And on that note, just just a quick uh quick thing on there, the BBC <laughs> is homers and a half for England. Like they, they they don't they don't like at least with ESPN and Fox. Like they make they make their homerism look tame compared to the BBC in England. Cause man, like don't let England get get deep into a tournament. Cause yeah, all that homerism just goes sky high, sky uh-huh. high. But um, but yeah, um, uh, what what else we got here? Um, actually, I'm, I'm gonna sit up for two up in town. So yeah, um. Right now, the the culture store is is um is popping, is busy. Um, I got some orders I, I got to take care of um tomorrow while I'm working from home. But yeah, but if you want to add on to that stack and and keep me busy and and keep the 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 mothership running, make sure you get um your shirts, your your name sets um live at ftcutd.myshopify.com. Um. We are in the process of a couple of things. One, some new shirts going into the um, the the new um, European season, and then also we are we have, we have heard your call as far as um, Shea Butter FC and um, and getting them um, uh, uh, merch. So I'm in the process of helping out Sky and Silves and get that together. So keep your keep your eye out for that. But yeah, um, of course, to help support us um, and, and keep and keep things keep the lights on on over here. Make sure you uh, make an order, lace up your jersey, lace up your supporter gear. We got we got you covered, Chief. I mean, like we, we said, we got us like I, all this stuff behind me. I said this can't be yours, but we got stuff for you. So yeah. Um, but um, so do I have anything else? Actually, no. I'm, I'm, yeah, let's go up here and uh, two up and two down. Um. So you, you, it's been a few a while since you've been on the show, TK. Like, what you, what you got, man? Yeah, you. Well. Yeah, I'm happy to help. Happy to life. Um, happy, to, you know, all things just to be able to participate, be there. Um, yeah, I don't know if um, I really have it down. I, I've been, it happens um, that way sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes everything is just it's just positive in your life. Yeah, I'm trying to manifest some positivity also, so I'm, I'm on a, a new focus track. So, um, 
in terms of ops, I guess you could say that that would be something uh, trying to present a, um, a calm space, you know, project rather, that's the word I'm looking for, um, always project like a calm space um, in my transitions, home to work, work to home. So just making sure that I don't bring home, uh, I don't bring work home and vice versa. So, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, been working out for me recently. Just trying to clean house up here on a couple of things. Uh, but yeah, just happy. Uh, Katie's in the last trimester, so another up. We got uh, three more months to the day, pretty much. And uh, baby boy will be here probably a little early, you know, honestly. So kind of do, kind of do you. But um, yeah, I have no downs other than the the mayhem, or excuse me, the chaos and trophies that is Chelsea FC. Uh, so that's, that's how you got ticket. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, Mark, you know we played you... Jenga. I do have one down though. Now that we had a little time, we, we played Jenga. I, I had a, a thought bubble pop up. Um, we it's we, I usually do like a, a week of camp volunteering uh, and during the summer, but COVID's kind of knocked that out for us in the we here recently. Um, I was able to still donate and you know, do something for the kids, but uh, there was a COVID case that happened in the middle of camp, and that's just like a huge bummer, so I just hope that none of the families are affected with these kids that we uh, that we work with. Um, but that would be yes. my, my, my down, but then I can pass it over to, to whoever. Yes, for y'all out there, you know, stay alert, stay alive, because you know, we got we got new we new, we got new Rona variants. Apparently, oh, monkeypox is, is, monkey is yeah. monkeypox is getting real out here. I'm like, it is real. Like, we, we and 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 then and then for the first time in a decade, somebody got polio. Like dog. Like what are we doing? <laughs> like like are are there just that many people just living unclean right now? Like this is why you get back so that way. Hopefully, all these mutations get quelled, and, they, and we can just be done with it. Like we did it with polio, like, and, and now, and now we're at a space to where it's back. This is why. This is why you take care of yourself, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But um, what, what what you got, Mark? Uh, so for my ups, um, I'm gonna start with the personal one. Uh, start a job next week uh, that I'm pretty excited about. We'll mention we're here. Pew, 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 exactly. pew. Because they might be it's, watching, it's, but G fourteen uh, classified, classified. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, pretty excited about that. It's supposed to be work from home. What was that, TK? Oh, so we, we, it might be G G fifteen. It's twenty twenty two now. But uh, yeah, excited about that. Should be a work from home. So excited about that. Um, and then and my second up, soccer related up is uh, just the summer of Woso that we've had. You know, the women's soccer has been lit. The one good thing about um, the Men's World Cup not being in the summer is that it's allowed these tournaments to shine. Yeah. You know, I've, I've never watched a, a women's AFCON or a women's Copa game before this summer, you know, so that was lit. That would have been, like, been wild if, like, all if all that was all, all the same time. Like, dog, like, let, let, let this all breathe. Like, yeah, that's right. much better, it, much better. Yeah, and... um. Yeah, and like, you know, Copa being on Fox, you know, uh, the U- women's viewers getting the full ESPN treatment, you know, like it's all it's all great. And I think the most heartwarming thing I've seen related to all that is uh, 
Bayana Bayana, you know, like getting the greeting at the airport coming home, like that's beautiful. And that's like a sign of the growth of the game. Like it's continuing to grow. Like, let's be honest, Woso in the early days has been dominated by white majority countries, right? Like it's just there's different factors as to why, but it just is what it is. And um, you know, the more diverse the game can be, the better it'll be in the long term. So um for my downs uh well y'all kind of touched on it already but yeah man like it's diseases out here bro you know like some people in my personal life contracting covid or people that they know contracting covid and then this monkeypox thing bro like if you're squeamish don't look it up but if you have a strong stomach look that shit up it's it's serious like don't be out here playing like oh we we survived one pandemic this that monkeypox thing just just be careful. So I'll say just be careful. And then the other oh. down. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I uh I feel like I've been seeing more and more like gun violence related incidents in the news, especially on the road. And like that scares me, dog. Like imagine you just driving along or you stopped at a stoplight and someone just fires on you. Like that's just crazy. So Bob um, two days ago. Yeah. And where? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm uh, dying, uh, two days ago. Right yeah, on my side, bro. I pass that thing yeah. twice a day, minimum. Yeah. Oh, is that the one with the eight person? Yeah, yeah eight people shot in the, yeah. the gas station parking lot. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just... Like I said, you know, I was, you know, just be careful. Unfortunately, like, you can't... You, can't, you just can't control what other people are going to do, you know, and... You might run into the wrong one, unfortunately, but like, just you know, stay out of trouble as much as you can, stay safe, and don't be anywhere that you don't need to be. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Devin, my man, what what you got, man? Um, I'm gonna talk my shit on uh, this two. <laughs> this two. Um, first and foremost, I was very happy to see uh, Arsenal um, come to my hometown. Uh, this past weekend, um, just as long as a fan as I've been for, uh, man, I, I was a teenager when I, you know, finally when I learned about the Terry Armory, when I learned about Arsenal, um, for him to come to like my home city and then to be able to share that moment with my son as well, who's a up and coming gooner. Um, it was a once in a time, you know, it was a once in a lifetime moment for sure. So I was really happy that I got to, you know see you know see that my team that i love and i got to share that time with him as well um so he could really see up close and personal you know you know why we love this sport so much uh definitely meant a lot to me for sure that was my first up and keeping on arsenal i don't care if it's preseason i don't care if it's mid-season i don't care if it's the <laughs> fa cup whipping up on chelsea <laughs> <laughs> Always feels so 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 good. Four nil. Talk your shit, man. And I mean, what what more can you ask for? I I mean, for nothing. Like, fight back, Chelsea. Fight back. Goodness to be fair, gracious. I will say, y'all are doing a move because you have. I don't think you had the money until this summer where Chronic was trying to spend, but it was the mentality. Like I said, like once, once you got the taste of the other, other um, championships, you said, oh, oh. Well, spread the love. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, I love it again. Time. Yeah, it's real it's really quiet for Arteta out right now. Um I'm really excited. Saw a tweet earlier, you know, somebody was just saying like realistically Arsenal should be competing for the title. Um this season. I'm not gonna go that far. I'm not gonna go that far. Um, there are still a lot of unproven pieces. You know, right. can we do this over a 38-game season? Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm excited. It's, there's reason to be excited, and I'm looking forward to seeing it, uh, you know, all come to fruition, all come to a head, and, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. So I'm really excited about that. Two ups. Um, my down, I only really have one down right now. Uh had my car going on 12 years now it's finally uh you know finally starting to act up on me um that, currently that, out of commission that, at that, the that moment north virginia ain't no joke man it, it's been it's finally doing what it does um so it's coming to the point it's just like do i get it fixed or do i just you know count my losses you know and go from there so we'll see what happens uh stay tuned i'll let you guys know um but it's been a good ride if it has. I mean, almost 12 years. I mean, I've had my, my car is older than my son. So, you know, that just kind of shows how how long I've had it. Um, it's pretty much been, you know, I've had my car through all major life events. Um, so, yeah, just to, you know, we'll see what happens. If it's if it's going to finish the ride or, you know, what happens. But, yeah, that's my only now. Indeed, indeed. Okay. I'm gonna give y'all some bonus um, content here because yeah, the stuff, the two up, the two ups and two downs here are are are, are meaty here. They're meaty. Um, let me start with an up real quick. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually a month ago, um, I think it was the last time uh, Coach Tony was on the show. We uh, in his two up and two down, we he was talking about the uh, Kensington Soccer Station um, opening up. Um, here in Atlanta, uh, the the original uh, opening got uh, got postponed because it was just too damn hot here. But um, uh, they were finally able to open things up. Uh, it's a real real nice um um event. Uh, you had uh, people from um Atlanta United. You had uh, of course people from the community um, um come out. Uh, a lot of good people that I, I've I've had the opportunity to connect with over the years. Um. Uh, they were in the building and it was, um, it was, it was all love. Um, you know, I, I, I want to say like that actually might be the closest one to me as of yet. That might be like a, like a hair a bit closer to, than Lindbergh, but, um, yeah, just like the app, like for those of y'all who have like any bit of, um, of, of perspective on Atlanta, like the, Kensington, Kensington area is like the closest area to Tucker and Clarkston, which is home to a great deal of of uh, immigrant players. Who, yeah, like they they ball out like all at all times. So I think for like for that area, that that soccer station is going to be huge. Like they only have like two pitches there, and, I, and like I was telling Tony, I'm like, y'all are probably going to need more here. Like it's um. Yeah, it's it's going it's going to be a really big deal. Um, yeah, just uh really uh glad to have uh, taken part in that. Um, I the the 
the next one is something that's near and dear to my my personal heart because it's, it's been making a lot of big news since Friday. So I, it's it's both an up and a down. Vincent Kennedy McMahon Ooh. has retired from the WWE after 40 years in charge. And, you know, for, of course, the circumstances around it is out here chasing that booty. And, yeah, the there's a lot of stories that are now coming out as far as, like, NDAs, uh, um, Money spent on on the company dime, you know, trying to pay people off. Like, is it? It got real hot and heavy real quick, and I think for a lot of people who who ultimately saw hit, um, obviously how he's built up the WWE over the past forty years into what it's become. In a lot of ways, it, it was it's like, how does he get out of that? And I think that this. This is probably the only way that he he could have gone out because he's one of those guys that like I'm I'm running till the wheels fall off, and in a, in, a, in a different way the wheels definitely came off. <laughs> they came off in a big way, but um flew off. Uh, it's 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 so interesting, you know, being a wrestling fan for as long as I have. Like this is literally all all I've known as far as the WWE and report at the WWF, and. I am. I find myself very intrigued as far as where the business goes from here, because for those of y'all who 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 might might happen to have been an old school fan like me, y'all know that wrestling wasn't always like the way it is in WWE. Like it was a lot, a lot dankier, a lot stankier, and you know some people have a desire to kind of bring things back. Some people have, have different ideas as far as where the business goes. But I think now that you have such a towering figure, no longer in charge, um, it's going to be interesting. Like, uh, I know y'all might be closet fans, open fans. Like what, like what are y'all, what are y'all thinking? Former fan, former fan. It's been a while since I've been in the game, but I did go to WrestleMania in 2013 at the old Giant Stadium. That was ah, cool. yeah. I was actually the year the year before Miami. Mm, okay, okay, yeah. No, I'm a fan for sure. Um, I haven't had the chance. I went to a Raw. Um, Raw came to Baltimore uh, right before the pandemic hit. Mm. Um, so I can't. I went to that. That was a lot of fun. Um, no, I'm a big fan actually. Um, I definitely catch all, you know all the. I would say definitely the big four are are. I can't miss those. So you got SummerSlam this weekend, um, Nashville, was, right up the road. Yeah, so um, not a big fan. Like like you were saying, Vince has been there from the very beginning. So um, you know it is kind of sad. Is that the word I want to use? To yeah, like, like it's, 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 it's such a uh, weird vibe right now because like there's just so much dirt that's coming out, and it's like, I mean, if you follow close enough, like you kind of always had a feeling that that dirt was there. But it's just uh-huh. a fact of like it's almost like an episode of uh, Succession where it's like people are just turning on each other left and right, and and like. <laughs> Triple H was was out a year ago. Now he's back in. Stephanie was mm-hmm. out a, a few months ago. Now she's back in. I'm like, dog. Like this is it's, it's, it's crazy right now. It's yeah, absolutely crazy right now. Control. But um, no, um, I yeah, again, big fan. I was very 
um, excited to see how things were going, and then it kind of seemed like things kind of took a step back. Mm-hmm. So to see if things kind of resumed to how they were going mm-hmm. again, I'm very interested to see. Um, but yeah, um, like you said, like Vince has been there the entire time, so um, you know, it, I think it was time for a change. Yeah. it was time for a change. The man, the man is almost eighty years old. You know, it it was time to go. Um, I would say it was time to go a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so I wish he would have done it before uh, all this came out. But you know, as it, you know, the end result is still the end result. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's one of those things where you know he's such a workaholic. There's all all these stories about just like how he like barely ever sleeps and just like he's always always up. And it's like you know. You could do that, you know, when you're like fifty-five, maybe sixty, but like you're like so you're you're seventy-seven, like you'll be eighty in a couple of years. I'm like, at some point you gotta just say stop. Mm-hmm. And you know, hopefully you have the self awareness to be like, um, I need to stop. But obviously in his case it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep going and keep going and yeah, like people People wanted. I'm, I'm positive that people wanted him out and and knew where all the skeletons were. They said, "Oh, we got something for that." So it's a it's 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 a very it's very interesting times in the world of professional wrestling. Um, my my actual down is something for the culture. Uh, Deez is a marrow. Oh. oh, oh, we got to pour one out for them because. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this the C like I I feel like like they are, you know, kind of like a a standard and example for shows like us. They like they really just shoot the shit, and mm-hmm. you know to see them grow from literally a podcast to having a show on Vice and then and then ultimately on Showtime. It's like that's growth right there. So mm-hmm. to see them. You know, see the see the partnership, see the the show, kind of just, kind of just bl- blow up, kind of like in an instant, like it it just suddenly is gone. Um, and that that's been yeah, like for a couple of days, I was just like, damn, like because like when you're dealing with these type of partnerships, where you're dealing with guys that you have to, you know, communicate on a regular basis. Like you're you're looking to keep those partnerships and and in some ways friendship friendship strong. Uh, so that way we can keep this thing going. And and like the last thing I think that anybody wants to see is like, you know, those those partnerships and, and the uh means of communication that just break down the way that they did in this case and like I think there's a lot of people out here who are just like, like it's almost like, like a family member. Um, um, one of your favorite uh, aunts and uncles said, "Hey, we we divorced and like we we done." And it's it's sad. It's real sad. I remember um, I was listening to David Aldridge on Bomani's podcast, and he said something about he was you know they were talking about I think they were talking about PTI, and then they were just kind of talking about podcasts in general, and like yeah. Those kind of things work when the people doing it are genuinely friends, right? Yeah. And then it's just like it's just them having a conversation in front of us, and you know, like you knew that they were really friends because it wouldn't have worked if they weren't, you know. And so 
whether or not Desus and Mero, the production, ever comes back, I guess I doubt it will at this point. I do hope like their friendship, partnership, whatever is repaired, you know, and they can put this behind them because like you know, you should never lose a friend over business, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, but I think that's why kind of what makes it so sad is like they felt like our friends almost. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like, like, like yeah. the way that the show, um, I think clicks so well with so many people in the culture. It was like, I said, like, like you're literally like you're kicking the shit with them, like every episode. And, you know, just to see that breakdown, cause like it, it, it kind of reminded me of, um, uh, lost ones, uh, Jay-Z. You're like, you know, you, it, it felt like one person was too mad, too much Sam Rothstein. It's like, yeah, like, you know that 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 success, you know, it's it's a it's a hell of a drug, and hopefully, you know, you're able to stay essentially like the the, the person that you are inside, despite the success, despite the growth. But sometimes that, that doesn't happen. But yeah, I'm hoping that you know, like whatever personal relationship that's that's that was there is able to either be repaired over time, or 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 at least you know still be able to coexist in spite of the show no longer being a thing. I think you're about to say something, Devin. Yeah, no, I mean, pretty much both of y'all hit the, hit the nail on the head to what I was about to say. I mean, it felt like, you know, your brothers, you were, you were chilling with your brothers and, and that's how I consider us the same way. You know, we're, you know, I would never, I never wanted, I never wanted to get too big that, you know, we lose sight of who we are to each other at the same time. You know, I can't, I I don't know the specific details, you know, that happened with them. You know, of course, Twitter can say one thing, but you just, you just never really know. Um, So, you know, you don't, I would never, I would never want to put myself in a situation that like slights my brothers you know at, at that same situation so it is it's just kind of sad to see overall um you know yeah i i do like you, you like you said we kind of based the show off uh off of that as well we're just sitting around uh kicking it and talking so you know i i don't want to lose that same you know camaraderie with us and you just you know hollywood changes people and you see it all the time and you just, you know, you just hope it never happens to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what, one last thing, of course, uh, I, I said that I would hit up on the, the home team and right now the, uh, the home team is going through some major changes. Uh, um, while we were away, um, uh, uh, the president of Atlanta United, uh, Darren Neal's announced that he is leaving for Newcastle United, uh, the big money Saudis, um, over in, uh, Toontown. And, um, of course, like, I feel like with everything that's happening this season, like, it's like, you're leaving now, <laughs> now, like, this is when you decide to leave. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, it, like, it, it, it feels dirty as hell. Of course, I could understand why a team like a club like Newcastle would want him and maybe why he would want them in return. This as far as like, the type of project that that would be um in england but it's like yo like we had so much we had we had built so much and you know and obviously we're trying to turn things around with all these injuries that are happening right now of course right now it's just you just kind of get in where you fit in uh more or less but um 
But yeah, man, like that, like, that that's tough because like, you know, for for those of y'all who uh, are, aren't here on the ground in Atlanta, like Darren Eels wasn't just a normal president, like where it's like you you basically like you might hear from him online and that's it. You might maybe you see him at a game, but like he's the type of guy that was going out to tailgates, having drinks with uh, with supporters, like like really like if you, if you ha- if he had a minute, he'll he'll actually shoot the shit with you and everything. Like I've had a he couple opportunities where, I, yeah, like like the engagement was there, and you know I I think that. For who for whoever takes his place, it's almost gonna have to be in, in the job description. Like, yeah, must come to tailgates, must must uh, shotgun um um some um, some guaro with uh with Anibal. Like, like this is the shit you got, that you got to do. Like, like yeah, you got to get you got to have to have the um the train hat. Yeah, you got to do all that. And oh, McTrainy face. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And like, this is a big thing. Like, like and like. Even like the plans that that Atlanta had for the World Cup in 2026, it's like like there were big plans. It's like, and he was a big part of that. And so I I feel like to lose him right now, it's like, oh, that's a that's a real gut punch. That's a real gut punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's a, uh, I, I think say- that's a sign of the front office, though. Like the turmoil behind the scenes is mm-hmm. coming to fever pitch because I believe he had an opportunity, maybe not pres- like known to us, but um, and probably had plenty of opportunities to walk out gracefully and get the fanfare, you know, all that without totally getting any criticism or anything like that. But I mm-hmm. think this lines up, man. He, you know, gets to go back to England, gets to go to an ambitious project that's essentially his Atlanta United too, but in, in his backyard. So instead of having to travel to LA, he's like, "Oh, I can go see my parents or you know whoever my people." Yeah, it's like M- Miggy's Miggy's been scouting this club all these years. He's like, "Yeah, it's, it's good. Pull up." <laughs> <laughs> right. The one thing I'm salty about with Eels is that he really gave that man a four year contract, and that's like one of the last things he did. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like there's there's so there's so much just right right now that's just bad and like i, I well, just like, one last one last thing before we wrap up um on that note like how are y'all feeling about joseph on the bench last it's interesting <laughs> it's because realistically joseph is not the same since the knee injury right like right. of course <sighs> but it's still joseph and don't forget, Almato's on the bench too. He's, he, I think he's yeah. come off the bench a couple of times now. Yeah. So it's like, ha, yeah, there it is. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, right now, I mean, obviously we we talked about it um, so many times. Just all the injuries that that have, that have been going on. Um, I do think that's definitely played into like how our attack is set up because obviously you, can, you can't just overload the attack because right now we're just paper thin on in, in defense. I mean, we we're all, we're, we're dropping goals, you know, left and right. And, mm-hmm. and so I get it to an extent. Um, I actually do think that people had to come to the, to the potential reality that, that, that 2017, 2018, period is just about done i mean like you all this will be left at this point 
all that's really left at this point is Boca, Joseph, and Gazan. And Gazan right now, he's he's out with his Achilles injury. He has one more year on, on his deal, uh, which I can't imagine that. I'm not even sure like uh, with next year that he'll even play a, a great deal um, and whatnot, if if at all. And Joseph's already talking about like he's like he has one more year like with with Darren leaving. It's like that period is just about done. Mm-hmm. And and I think that what's happening right now is kind of like a reflection of that where you have. The new striker coming in, Bernardo Cisneros. He's like I say, he's doing all right. Like you know, he, he's he's finding his way. Um, you know, but like the the players that we have in place now, I mean, it's it's not that that old squad, and it can't be that squad. Like it has to be its own thing. Uh-huh. And and just like um, Pineda actually said um, during the press conference um, post game um, on Sunday after the loss to L.A. Like. Right now, that's that's a that's a position battle between Cisneros and Joseph. Like, and I think for Joseph, like, if this is the the reality for him, he has to step up every time he gets in, and and that hasn't happened either. So, mm-hmm. like, we gotta, um, like, he has to, he has to make that claim for that spot. Because I mean, you're coming up on one more year. You're coming up on thirty. With 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 a bum wheel, it's like, you know. It might be the end of the road sooner rather than later, and, that, and that's just a tough reality of where things stand right now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very sad. Um, I mean, yeah, to even talk about what we were talking about earlier, um, what made Atlanta so great at the time, um, that yeah, that 2017-2018 season, it was truly like Atlanta mm-hmm. felt like world beaters. They felt like world beaters of MLS. Um, and it was the crowd, it was the fans, it was just the outright dominance. Um, I mean, Joseph was a god, he was literally a god uh-huh. of MLS. And I mean, you you tuned in because that's who you wanted to see, people yeah, wanted right. to see Joseph. And yeah, just to you know, to kind of see the again, the wheels kind of falling off all together, just you know, with his health and his. You know, his uh, physical condition and just the team overall. Yeah, those pieces are gone. Yeah, like you said, Mickey, Mickey's gone. Um, That's aggressive. Like, I traded to Vancouver. You know, like, those, like, I'm like, you know, dog. Like, and, and of course, you know. Yeah, from us. Like, <laughs> I, I, I know Rooney probably has his, his own thing, but I'm like, Grussell ain't a guy that you just trade like that. You just, I'm sorry. Like, like he's that good. Exactly. Like he's that versatile. He's, he's that clutch. Yeah, like I, you figure, you figure shit out with him first before, you, um, before you send him out. And like, that's just why. That's a really shitty thing. That he was the fabricus of, of, he was the fabricus of it all. Like he, he was literally the heartbeat. Like, I yeah. don't understand how you I'm like, I, and, the, and the fact that, you, that, you know, in, in just a, you know, that's what, um, twenty twenty. Like in two years, like y'all saw, like yeah, that's the guy you keep. Like that's not a guy that you just send away all willing. Like like that goes to show you this. Of course, the same sentiment that we have here in Atlanta about him. I'm like dog. Like you make it work with him. Like like we're still. Uh-huh. I don't think there's there's many of us that are still okay with the fact that we got rid of him the way that we did. And like here, like he had to find out. I guess through Twitter that um, he got traded to Vancouver. Like you basically sent you sent this man. All the way across the country 
and didn't even give him a heads up, like that's just wild to me. That's that, shitty. That's bro. So, that's, it's so typical MLS, man. Like, that's sub the part, like, like, shitty. Yeah, that's the part about MLS that I still can't stand. Because like you can basically just still just trade people all willy nilly and um and not come to include like like we talked about earlier with the transfers um and how like like with barcelona and everything like like you gotta get you gotta square your business before you before you just send somebody out and here you can just be like hey we're sending you to, uh, to vancouver you know we'll fi- like we'll figure it out i'm like the fuck is that man like that like that's that's the type of behavior that i think stops mls from being considered a top lead because top five, you're not top treating five, top your five. Shout out to Rigo. But uh, like that's the type of thing that you have to have, I feel. And then like, until that happens, like people are always gonna be looking at you like you're not even treating your players with with proper respect uh, for uh-huh. the service that they that they've given. And mm-hmm. yeah, but like right That's right some right even decency shit right there, man. It really is. Yeah. Like that but man yeah, like, had right, a kid not too long ago. That's like yeah, oh, true. Well, I mean, like, it's that's baked in. Like, his his, his lady got mad. I'm telling you, his layers of this shit. He he, he has yeah. a fucking right to be pissed off proper. <laughs> like you, yeah. you, like he invested in 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 DC, him. and instead that he's like, hey, like it, it's not even like a nearby move either. It's like you're not going to like right. you're not going to Columbus. He's like you're going to Vancouver. Yeah. Like, that's Dude, if I was him, insane. I would tell his wife, "I'm gonna ball out as much as I can." And like, I, let, like we're going to Germany. Pick, Fuck all this. Pick, <laughs> yeah, pick, pick a country because I'm mm-hmm. balling out and I'm getting out of this league, and that would yeah. be the best thing for him on a personal basis. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But yeah, like it's, it's it's just a lot right now. But yeah, like yeah, I, I know we we we've run long for y'all. But like I said, like. There are still some, some extra stuff that we had to get off chest before we wrapped up tonight. But yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, like I think we got like one more um, bi-weekly coming up uh, in the first part of August. And then you know, once the Euro season starts, like it will be um, be hot and heavy. But of course, in the meantime, you can catch up on the FTC. UTV. UTV. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm actually about to post something on, on um on 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 TikTok at FTC UTV Pod. I actually am going to do it because, of course, um yes. Shout out to our man Archie Eversol today. Would have been his thirty uh, fifth birthday, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, shout out to um to him. Rest rest well up there and everything. But yeah, um again. In the meantime, you got the uh, the women's uh, Euro final this weekend. Uh, MLS is up, uh, is cooking again. Community Shield this weekend. So we about, about to be, get back on the saddle and up and, and ride out. But yeah, um, until then, for Brazil versus Colombia. There is so like. So much. It, 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 it was it was so quiet just a few weeks ago. Then all of a sudden, they just started. We just don't have enough up. soccer. We don't have enough soccer. <laughs> That's literally yeah, how I was feeling a couple weeks ago, and now it's like. Said <laughs> it, it's the, the, the Euro leagues haven't even started yet. This like yo, like like trying to Talking keep up with all of them. But yes, until that time, in between time for the whole squad. There's there's too many of us. I, I can't I can't do the whole roster anymore. Like, that's we're, we're, we're going too much too much too big. The so, whole culture. Yeah. That's what you gotta say. The whole culture verse. The culture's real. Culture's everywhere. Again, stay safe out here. 
Love, love all each other. We shall, we'll see y'all soon. And we out. Pulling care at the bell. We appreciate y'all staying the whole 90. <laughs> hey, it's not there at 90, yeah. F-T-C-U-T-D.